Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. We're perfectly okay with that. Absolutely. I would agree, but as we you'll hear when we get into it today, the one thing we don't love about Disney at all times is their, their IT system. Not, oh, not always the best. <laughs> no, no ma'am. Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. All right, y'all. After months of waiting, like we're almost at four months, right? Walt Disney World is going to reopen. And this morning, guests with Walt Disney World Resort resort reservations and tickets <laughs> uh, could start to make their newly, this is a new thing. We have never had to do this before, but you now have to make a theme park reservation. And you do this using the new Disney Park Pass reservation system. That was the plan. Okay. That was the plan at least. But to nobody's surprise, no one's. And if you were surprised, are you new here? <laughs> Because no one's surprised. Disney's technology wasn't quite prepared to handle all of our excitement. I mean, it was a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the understatement of the year. (laughs) Yes, but Jane, we knew that we we knew that it would be. And and to give you guys a little bit of background as to why we say that and what we know about this, Jane and I have fought many a battle with Disney IT. Um, primarily over Ren Disney signups and experiences. And then Jane, I know you have gotten into successfully things like uh, the, the Disney Parks blog meetups and the yes. DVC. Moonlight Magic. Midnight Magic, yeah. And I've done it with the, um, the, the pass holder. Yeah, the pass holder previews. Yes. Um, yes. But this isn't just like a select group of people. Correct. Who are interested in doing this. This is, this is everybody. Anybody who had like a resort reservation and the tickets over the next, was it 15 months? Yes, which is problem (laughs) number one. Like, okay, listen, Bob, I know you're listening. Chapik, we got to talk because I know this was not Bob Iger's idea. I'm sorry. I I think it was yours, Chapik. And um, this was not a good idea, baby. This was not a good idea. (laughs) Maybe you should have consulted with Josh. I mean, I may have been the way to go. I think Josh might have had a better take on this. But uh, didn't, are are we making this up? Or do you two remember that it sounded like it was going to be in staggered amounts when they first opened up the reservation system? I had in my head, my visual. Absolutely. Okay, I had in my head that this was going to be very similar to the FastPass Plus system, which it actually was very similar. So yay for that. I was excited to see that. But I thought it would be a 60-day rolling uh, situation on when you could enter and make your selections for theme park reservations. Did I make that up or was that 
like put out there somewhere or were we all just kind of hoping that was the case? I'm trying to remember that too. And I think that was my assumption. And I really can't remember if I saw that printed somewhere mm-hmm. or because that that is logical. <laughs> right? I think part of, well, there, there we go with the logic getting us in trouble, right? Um, <laughs> but I think part of it was when they canceled the dining reservations, I think somewhere along the line, it became dining reservations would drop to 60 days out instead of 180 days. And I don't know if that's just internet Facebook group rumor or because we all thought it would be like Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And so I think that in our heads became 60 days, 60 days, 60 days, which is, again, logical and therefore not true. Oh my gosh. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So so basically what happened is anybody, and this was just uh, for today, this is Monday, June 22nd that we're talking. By the time this gets out, a day or two may have passed. Everything probably will have changed by then, but we just thought it'd be fun to, to give you our experiences because boy, was it something this morning. We, we woke up early, which I mean, Probably not early pre-COVID times, but this is COVID times, so nobody gets up before 10 around here. But Jade and I were up and talking to each other at 6.30. We had our game plan. We thought we knew what to expect and what was going on. I had the added um, issue of I needed to modify something and was told that starting June 22nd, I would be able to call in and make modifications for any 2020 reservation. So not only was I trying to just get into the queue to get my theme park reservations, I was also frantically trying to get into the phone queue as a travel agent to take care of some modifications that needed to happen. And, um, you know, spoiler alert, not to not to anyone's surprise, that was also a big fail and everything crashed and fell in on top of itself uh, on the phone line. So that was that was a lot of fun. But yeah, this morning, what did we do, Jane? What was our plan? Um, so our plan was really to be on before 7 a.m., um, the system was supposed to open at 7 a.m. And we figured, we know from Run Disney experience, get on, get on early, get set up, get your your coffee, your water, whatever it is, you just, you have to be ready to go at go time. And generally, usually a couple minutes early. So both of us were online. We had um, hit the website and it was castle (laughs) it was just this (laughs) castle image that basically said you know you're in a queue or like hang out something's wrong we're fixing something whatever of course i i gotta throw a shout out that i appreciate that uh they they i mean you know they didn't let a a crisis go to waste they showed us this beautiful brand new pink castle (laughs) uh for many many hours but that's a brand new thing and it's not just a a drawing anymore there is really a pink castle when we all return to Walt Disney World from here on out y'all there is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I will say it gave me Disneyland vibes which of course made me even happier thank you so much I'm gonna um say that Josh is the one that interrupted this (laughs) (laughs) but it was all castle and then out of I don't know whether it was Twitter or where it came from at some point, there started to be rumors of people who had called and said, yeah, the system's not up yet. And Disney was like, it's coming up today, but it was never going to be up at seven and we don't know when it's going to be up. And so it was sort of like, do you quit or do you just hang in there? 
And Patty and I know. <laughs> we chose to hang in there. Like we ain't, we're not quitters. <laughs> we're <Like>, not quitters. <laughs> we're up. We're already cranking you. Like, but we're in this together. We're all in this together, Patty. We're all in this together. Yeah. So that was the thing is that the, this news came out and I saw a screenshot from a chat from Walt Disney World on the website. And where basically the, the cast member who was chatting uh, with this person who, who took the picture said it was never announced for 7 a.m. We're not sure why you all thought that. <laughs> well, I can tell you why people thought that because uh, when I called, that's what I was told. So somewhere, someplace, uh, you know, and it wasn't just me. It's not like I told everybody. <laughs> I did not tell the entire internet. Uh, but I know, you know, by talking with other, with fellow travel agents, many were told the same thing. In fact, nobody that I know of was told, we don't know what time, just sit tight. It, it, there's no promises. It's at that time. Like there wasn't any conf- conflicting information there. If you got a time out of a cast member, they all were saying 7 a.m. Now, Maybe they were making assumptions. Maybe they really didn't know. Maybe they just thought, well, that's when we open. That's when typically, again, with FastPass Plus, that's when you were able to get it and make your fast passes. So sure, that could have been the, the reasoning and the logic behind it. There's that logic again, which we know was now false because it was not 7 a.m. They were not ready for us. And they were definitely not ready for 15 months worth of diehard vacationers and all you run Disney peeps trying to get in and get your reservations. They were not ready for it. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Um, so I would say it was probably like 8.15, 8.30. We started to hear about a Space Mountain screen and Y'all, these screens, like only Disney people can talk about, well, I had Castle Screen first, or like everybody knows the dreaded Stitch page, right? And um, we started to hear about Space Mountain, and Space Mountain is a queue area. So it was, okay, you have to somehow figure out how to get to the Space Mountain area. Which, by the way, uh, not everybody knows that because they're not run Disney runners who haven't been in the queue before. A lot of the travel agents were like, this is new. What's this? And I was like, oh, we know what that is. That's good. Stay there. And they were like, it is? Ooh, that's exciting. It's like, don't move. Whatever you do, don't right. move. Don't touch a thing. <laughs> don't breathe. So once you got into Space Mountain, it started to give you a countdown. And it would give you, you know, 15 minutes or 10 minutes or six minutes, whatever it is. And the countdown clock would start to go. Now, in some cases, we were hearing the countdown clock would jump up and then it would jump down again and jump back up again. And y'all, this is what happens at Run Disney. So <laughs> this is just like classic Disney IT and how they're Classic Disney. Yeah, classic Disney IT. And that was the thing is that none of this was none of this was surprising or shocking to to those of us that run who recognize it as such. It was but I will admit I was disappointed that this is what was happening again. I mean, if you I feel like the problem with this particular situation with all these uh, tech issues, because look, no one's perfect. I get it. Tech issues, they happen. All right. However, in this case, you're talking about Walt Disney World vacations. Some of these people are going for the once in their lifetime. They've been told that if they don't get reservations, they're not going to get into these parks. They have, you know, visions in their head of what this experience is going to be. And then we throw this wrench on them two days before that says you've got to 
make sure that you're, you know, signing in and grabbing your, your reservation. And, you know, a lot of people have been complaining all along that Disney is not Disney anymore and they're ruining things. And, and personally, I'll agree with you that it's not what we, what it used to be, but I think I'm also real, a realist in that what we knew before, what was it, March 15th when they closed? What we knew before March 15th is gone. You know, that's just unfortunately the fact of this pandemic and what's going on and the situations for at least the short term. Will it all come back? Will something better come out of it? Will it morph and will it change? And will it be so awesome in a year and a half from now? We'll be like, oh, wow. Do you remember that stupid fast pass system? Do you remember when we just showed up like, like crazy people just thinking we could walk in like, oh my gosh, this is so much better knowing exactly, you know, when we're going and whatever. We all may be much happier in a year and a half, two years from now, but (laughs) right now it was pretty hard to watch and to see the frustration and to hear because I was also getting clients contacting me and texting me and emailing me with their frustrations because, you know, many of them, this was a first time thing and something you guys may not have realized in this particular situation, we were specifically asked by Disney not to sign in or log in on our client's behalf. In the past, uh, a lot of travel agents would do that, like to help with their fast passes or to help plan their dining reservations. But in this particular incidence, there's a waiver that you have to check off. And we were told, do not do this for your clients. They have to do it on themselves. So we were throwing like these sweet baby angels to steal from my favorite Murderino podcast, these sweet baby <laughs> angels to the Disney IT wolves and hope that they could, 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 could navigate these waters. And it was tough because we didn't know. But now Jane and I know because we've been through it. We came out the other side. Yeah. If you wait through the timing, we actually, I had a friend who was messaging me and she was, I would say probably like five minutes ahead of us somehow. Mm -hmm. And it was really great because she was like, okay, I'm here. Uh, Okay, I'm here. So it was almost like you knew what was coming up. So as it came up, it was like, okay, I'm moving forward. You know, hopefully they'll have it fixed by the time this comes out. But if not, here's what happens. You go into Space Mountain. It counts down. Roughly when you hit under a minute, it bounces back and forth a few times. You'll get irritated because why is my minute taking three minutes? Then it will bounce you out and back to the castle again. You're going to freak out. You're going to be like, (laughs) why am I back at the stupid castle? I was already at the castle. Sit tight, y'all. That's where you need to be. You'll get through the castle in maybe five-ish minutes, although it could be less depending on how many people are on. It goes from the castle to the sign-in screen of My Disney Experience. You sign in for My Disney Experience. You go up to the like magic band icon, which is like the Mickey circle, the My Disney Experience at the top. Do that drop down, select Disney Park Pass Reservation. A blue box, will, a bl- button will pop up. It says, make Park Pass Reservation. You click that. You're going to go back to Space Mountain. You're going to lose your mind. <laughs> it's going to say like six minutes and you're going to be like, I hate this system so much. It goes through in way less than six minutes. And once you get through that Space Mountain, it puts you right into create a party. And that's it. Once you're in the create a party screen, the system works beautifully. Beautifully, wonderfully. Like Disney IT, you did a great job. We love this part of it. Do more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like high five. <laughs> all the high fives. Josh, we know that was all you, Josh. Well, except for the one thing. 
except for the well, I know except for that one thing. But I'm just saying, like that that this part we I actually really enjoyed. I liked it was very clean. It was very easy, and I had no problems. Now the other thing to remember is that I was doing it for myself and my family members, where all of us were on the same Disney Parks vacation package. So we didn't have any weird funky thing where I was an annual pass holder and nobody else was. And I know that there were some issues in situations like that. Uh, we didn't have it. So for me, it was so super easy. I just click, click, click my family, move on to the next screen, picked my dates, moved on to the next portion of it where I got to pick which park I wanted to go to. Uh, it says to pick a time, which is kind of misleading because there are no times. It's it's literally going to be the the time that the park is open that day. That's the time that you see. So you don't have to pick, I want to show up at eight o'clock or I want to show up at nine o'clock. No, you just, you just click, I want to go to Animal Kingdom, boom. And then you confirm it. And uh, that's it. That's the park reservation process. It's, it's not hard once you get through all of that ridiculousness in the beginning, which someday may be fixed, right? Right. And on the bottom, so once you create one, because you can only do one day at a time, but when you get to the end, there's a box that says create another reservation. So you click that. It takes you right back to the beginning of create a party. And you can just keep moving through. This is my party. This is what day. This is what park, what time. Click confirm and then go back. And I did it. I'm working under an annual pass. And so uh, and, and multiple DVC reservations for me, I was able to do all of it really in one try. So I did my first July reservation with the people that I'm going with went right through, went back. Then I went to the second reservations, went right through, went back, got to the third reservation, went all the way through. And then I ran into problems when I realized that we weren't all connected on the following reservations. So I had to give up, <laughs> but that's my fault. That's not Disney's fault. That was my fault. Cause we, I thought everything was set up and honestly, I'd made the reservation so long ago. I just didn't do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was definitely once, like you said, once we, we got through, uh, it was good. And uh, there's a whole blog post. If you're interested in seeing what these screens look like, say you're not able to start making reservations until the end of this week or uh, later on when you're an annual pass holder, but without reservations uh, at the resorts just yet, then I do have a blog post up. We'll put it the link in show notes and uh, you can check that out if you want to see what the screens look like. And so now that you've you've both been through this once, you got your park days, let's talk about some of the, the best tips that you have for people, especially if there's any web browsers you had more success with than mm -hmm. others. Um, obviously, we got to make sure your party is linked, like double check that. Um, I'll say another one, a quick, I have not done this yet. I'm, I'm sitting this out for now, but I did see someone say that if you want to make sure that you're logged into the system, I guess, to maybe to make the, the initial part smoother, you can go and like do a test dining reservation or like go through the process as if you were to make a dining reservation, because that will log you in and then the system will remember that. So if you have any other tips for people who on Friday, June 26th is when annual pass holders without a resort stay can make their reservations or June 28th for anybody with just regular tickets who wants to make a reservation, what, what are your tips for them? Well, first of all, I did see that workaround with the dining plan situation. I didn't, I didn't try it myself because I saw it after I already had my own reservations. But here's the thing. I had gotten up that morning and logged in specifically so that I was in my Disney experience 
hoping that it would be just a matter of like refreshing my screen where I would then see the click here to make your park pass reservation button, right? Same. Didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah. I had already been logged in, but I did see multiple people reporting that if you couldn't get past the pink castle or, or, or the whatever situation, then yes, pretend like you were making a dining reservation. And then after you kind of go through that process, you cancel out of it. And then you were able to go, oh, wait, no, just kidding. I don't want to do dining. I want to do this park pass thing. And you click on the park pass uh, button and you could get in much faster. Uh, again, I didn't do it myself, but there was that weird kind of workaround that seemed to be working for other people. But I will tell you this morning, I had personally, I had Chrome browser open with myself signed in to my Disney experience. I had an incognito open not signed in because I thought, hey, sign one in, don't sign one in, see what, you know, see it, which it likes better, right? I also had my phone website. Oh, do not use the app, guys. Stop the app. Leave the app alone right now. You you can look at your plans in it later and you can cancel something from the app later, but you cannot use the app to make your reservations. Okay. So just, just real quick on that. Uh, but I had my phone browser open. I had two Chromes open. And just as a whim, I was like, oh, I'm going to pull up Microsoft Edge. Told Jane that I had Microsoft Edge. She pulled up Microsoft Edge. Guess which browser worked, guys? <laughs> yeah, I had um, I had Chrome, Edge, and Firefox going. And all of them I had in a regular and an incognito. Because I was like, hey, why not? I've got nothing to do with my life than test this. So... <laughs> Um, and I had sent a picture <laughs> to Patty of like, I had like all six windows up. I was like, okay, let's see which hit, hits first. And it was Edge. And even I went back in this afternoon to make another reservation. And I went on Chrome and I sat for like two or three minutes. And I was like, wait, you know how this works. I clicked on Edge. Boom, I got right through. So yep. yeah, more Edge than one time, Edge instantly. seemed to win. Yeah, yeah, it did. Edge went instantly for me. And when I put that tip in the Facebook group, uh, No Guilt Disney podcast, if you guys want to come join us, uh, when I put that tip in there, a couple of other people said that they had success as well with using Edge browser. So for whatever for, for whatever coincidental, circumstantial evidence that that gives you, maybe pull that up if you are having problems with your regular browser of choice. Disney seemed to work well with edge. Yeah. So I, I would definitely say that um, edge is definitely a big one. Uh, bring your patience because you have to kind of just wait it out. And I'm not really one to be known for patience, but I, I kind of knew when I was getting into it, right. It's going to crash. It's going to be a million things. So just wait it out and, and something will happen. And it does. Um, the other thing is if you run into trouble, I was able to, um, I was able to book for annual pass holders. You're able to book three days if you do not have a park reservation. If you have park reservations, you're able to book a maximum of 14 days during those resort stays. I can tell you that I accidentally clicked a day that wasn't on a resort day stay, and it said you are not eligible for this day. So it's not, there's no like loophole of like annual pass breaking in or any of that, but it only allowed me to get up to 11 days. And there are some, I know Teresa said she had seen some reports of people with annual passes were only able to book three days, even though they have resorts 
resort stays that are for way more than three days. But even with that 11, when I went in to book the last reservation, it told me that the rest of my party was no longer eligible. And they are on the same days, the same reservations, the same everything. I waited 10 minutes, went right back in, straight in through Edge again, and suddenly it popped up. So this system is just wonky. So if it doesn't do what you want the first time, just keep hitting it over and over again. (laughs) And I think that's another important thing to note too, because I'm sure there is a lot of panic of people thinking, you know, not knowing exactly what capacity is, not knowing how many other people are trying for the same week that you are. Generally, all of the days are still available. I've seen that, you know, initially the very first opening days as expected, I think they're, they're starting to go. You might not be able to get, you know, if you're, If you're going in a week and looking at available times, you know, opening day may not be there. But I think for the most part, things aren't aren't selling out, I guess, for lack of a better term, as quickly as you might be anticipating. Right. I know um, there were a couple of people that were worried about trips for next year. And, you know, there are not everybody has tickets. And they were like, well, once I get tickets, will I be able to do anything? You know, and I told them from my experience, you know, Disney's only set up to do whatever business they can do based on today's data during a pandemic, right? So as things get better or worse, those things will adjust. So hopefully, right, everybody hopes it gets better and they're able to increase capacity and get us more back to a normal operating schedule, which means that eventually they'll be adding spots for those parks on those days. And on top of it, there's gonna be plenty of people who cancel and move their reservations around and modify. I know that in one of the posts, Disney had said, if you don't get it on the very first day, keep checking. There is a cancel button in my Disney experience. So anybody can go ahead and click cancel and that opens up a spot for somebody else. Yeah, it's it's very similar to what I would tell anybody when they're trying for a fast pass uh, entry, as well as dining reservations. It's the same general idea. There are going to be folks who today absolutely plan on making this Disney vacation happen life changes, things happen, they have to adjust their dates or straight out cancel. When that happens, then that can free up additional slots for you. And of course, we cannot predict what's going to happen in six to nine months to a year from now. Otherwise, you know, we would have predicted all of this, right? Um, So who knows what, what things will look like then. And we could all be talking about something very, very different in the future. But at least we know that Disney is is trying to shape this in a way that I personally am happy that they're that they have the reservation system during this time. I, I'm not sure that I'm on board for a forever reservation system, but I understand why doing it now is important. So I'm I'm happy with with it, and ultimately I'm happy with the process and how it worked. However, I was texting them this morning and I said, this might be the first time we have an explicit marking on this podcast because I am, but I think we've, I think we've made it to the end and and I've done well. (laughs) Like I said, so you might, there might be some hurdles to begin with, but Mm -hmm. once you get there, it's, it sounds like it's easy going. So that's, that's always good to hear. Definitely. The one thing that I really enjoyed about it, and this is, you know, probably just pertaining to annual pass holders or locals or people who come here like day in, day out, is as much as it was hard to be like, what am I going to want to do on that particular Thursday? Because we're so used to being able to just pop in on a whim. I was, I thoughtfully planned it out because what will happen is I can go months and months and months and all of a sudden I'm like, 
hey, all I've done is go to studios for four months and I haven't been to Animal Kingdom. To be honest, I haven't been to Animal Kingdom since last September. <laughs> now, I, you know, I've been in the parks a bajillion days before they closed down. So, but because this kind of forced me to be like, okay, where do I want to go? And now I'm really looking at, okay, what parks am I going to? I gave it a little more thought and a little more just attention over like, you know what, let's not go there. Let's go over here. So I like that part of it. Yeah. I, like I said, it's, it's not going to be for everybody. And that's, that's the other thing, this situation and everything that's going on. uh, I actually had almost everyone outside of my runners, holla runners, you guys are hanging in there till the bitter end. But uh, everybody that I had booked through 2020 outside of the runners uh, have gone ahead and made the choice to cancel. And, and and most of it was, it just sounds hard. It sounds hard to go on this vacation. And I don't, I don't want to go to Disney when it's hard. And I, you know, yeah, I, I get it. That's actually one of the selling points of going to Disney is how easy it was. Right. And, um, I, I, I still don't think that it's actually hard. It's just different. And it all, it takes all of us shifting our mindset to, to figure that out. But again, this, this right now in time, Disney's going to be there for you when you are ready. And hopefully Disney will be there for you in the way you need it to be, uh, in, in the, in the near future. And you'll be able to get back a little bit easier. And when you guys are ready to do that, you know, where to find us. We're happy to talk about it and to to let you know. Jane, where can they find us? You can email us if you have questions or suggestions or anything at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook in the No Guilt Disney Facebook group. And I will say today, especially, everybody was super active and really helpful for one another, trying to get questions answered. Uh, Patty and Teresa and myself, we really tried to jump in, but even other members of our group, they jumped in to try to help people as well. So um, I highly recommend our Facebook group. I do. They they were good. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good point too, that, you know, we, especially on the podcast, you know, we share our experiences and we love to, to share the experiences that people, you know, volunteer with us. But especially right now, everyone, everyone's going to be going through something a little bit different when they're in the parks, what they're, I think everyone, it's going to be unique for everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's, it's a new world that we're entering in. So the Facebook group, I think is a really good place that if it's not something one of the three of us have gone through, or, you know, if it's just a need that one of us isn't familiar with the, the Facebook group, people are very willing to kind of share their own stories and make sure everyone's having as good a trip as they can at this time. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And don't forget to keep joining us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>